low, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness and delusions Of modern society and welcome To motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF That is where you submit the Q's And I bring the AF's you can submit your cues to uh, guys. Email those in to askandy at andyforsella.com. And we'll answer them as long as they're not stupid. Um, for those of you guys who are brand new to the show, welcome. This is Real AF. We have multiple formats of the show. Today, you're going to hear Q&AF. Uh, sometimes you might tune in and hear CTI, which stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we throw up headlines of the day. We laugh about them. We make fun of them. We talk about what the truth may or may not be. And then we talk about the underlying problem and what we need to do to fix it. Q&AF, what you're going to hear today is more about how do you fix your individual shit? Because we have macro problems in this world and we have micro problems. Macro are problems in the society. Micro are the problems with ourselves. And we can't solve the problems in society without solving the problems of ourselves. So these two shows go together in that way. Sometimes when you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is a five to 20 minute rant of what's going on in the world. Uh, what I think needs to be addressed. Um, it is what it is. It's take it or leave it, okay? It's my perspective on what's going on, what I think needs to get fixed. Um, usually I'm talking to myself and usually people get really offended about it. I don't really care if it hurts your feelings. The truth probably is gonna hurt your feelings um, at some point in time in your life. And if it doesn't, you're not gonna live a very good life. That's the truth. Then sometimes we have full length. Full length is where I bring on uh, my... Smart, interesting, successful, interesting, uh, rich, interesting, handsome, handsome, interesting yeah. friends. Yeah. And we talk about how they got so fucking interesting. Beautiful sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they're yeah. beautiful, but I don't know when. You got to let me know. Just for that equality part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and we talk about how you could be interesting too. So that's the gist of the show. The gist of the show is sort of a blend between social awareness, comedy, um, and how to fucking win in life. And that's what it is. And there's nothing else like it. It's the shit. We don't charge for it, but we do have a fee. The fee is very simple. Tell a friend. Okay. We've been able to stay at the top of all the rankings for a long time, nearly a decade, based off of the simple value exchange philosophy, which is if we do good, tell someone about it. That's all we ask. So with that being said, what's happening, dude? What's going on, brother? Nothing, man. I failed 75 hard this weekend. I saw that. I saw that yeah. story. Um, I don't know what happened, but Saturday after I went home, uh, you know, I was fine. Recorded a podcast uh, with Dan Holloway on his show, Citizen. Mm -hmm. um, worked out. Felt great. Got home. Uh, sat down for like 30 minutes. Got, got up, dude. I could barely get up. And then I, I went to having like the worst fever, chill, body aches that I've ever had in my entire life, like ever, ever, ever for like 18 hours. And then it went away. And I've, I feel exhausted now. I don't feel sick anymore. I'm just tired from like the, the you know, the, the uncomfortableness, you know, you know, where you can't get, you, you know, you're, you're freezing, but you're sweating and all that shit. But dude, the fucking body aches I had, holy shit, man. Dude, like, that shit's no good. Bro, I couldn't roll the fuck over. Like, I could not roll over. Like, that's how fucking sore I was. But I think the, 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 what, what's so like cool though about you a little, I'm gonna toot your horn though, is like, 
bro, like, like shit. Like, I think people need to understand that shit happens. You're gonna have. Oh, to listen, bro. This was not a. This was not a push through kind of thing. Yeah. Like, bro. Like, for me to go from my couch downstairs to my bedroom upstairs, it probably took me ten minutes. Yeah. Like fuck. legit, a legit, not exaggerated, ten minutes. Every fucking step was like work. It was. Listen, this was not to be fucked with. Yeah. It well, was here just we are right, right back on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, bro. Um. I you know. I got to I got to try to live what I preach, man. And uh, I don't feel great today, but, you know, the rule about 75 hard is you fucking start over on day one. The day you fail, that's fucking it. And, you know, it kind of fucked me up because I got some trips and shit planned that I was going to be done with. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I got to go on those trips and be on the program. So it is what it is. You pay yeah. a price, you yeah. know, but. You know, that was always something surprising to me. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, because it may be like just an athlete thing. Right. But like you remember your coaches telling you like, hey, like there's a difference between pain and injury. Yeah. I feel like most people can't really differentiate. Well, don't you think that most people are looking for the reason to quit? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the under the underlying, you know, mentality in those situations is, you know, it's a little bit of the loser's limp shit. Mm. You know, you miss a fly ball in the outfield and then you run after it limping like you're fucking hurt. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, bro. (laughs) People do that with their life, man. Mm. You know, they. They're, they get so conditioned to losing that they start looking for reasons to opt out of the actual work or the competition or whatever it is that they're signing up to do, whether it be their job, their fitness, their, uh, their mentality, their family obligations or, or whatever it is they have obligations to do. And if you look for reasons to fucking lose, guess what you're going to do? I'm going to always lose, yeah. you know, and so we have to start looking for reasons as to why we're going to get shit done not why we're not going to get shit done. And that's a big perspective switch for most people. Most people are unaware that they are, you know, unconsciously looking for reasons to get them off the hook. You know what I mean? And, and the reality is you the should bargaining, be bargaining the, like the constant bargaining with yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and dude, in reality, you should be looking for reasons to, to, to push through. And sometimes there will be no way to push through. Sometimes you're going to have to take it. But the minute that you don't have to take it anymore, you get the fuck up and you keep moving. And that's how you got to do it. That's fucking real. Dude, it, 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 this is Q&A. It actually kind of goes right into our first question, though, Andy. Uh, it's Q&AF. Q&AF. Yeah, just Q&AF-A. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, Andy, question number one, man, it, it goes right into this. So the, the question is, Andy, do you believe that your kill, kill, kill mentality was an innate trait or developed skill? And if it's developed, then what are some ways or things that I can do to develop that? Well, a lot of people don't understand what kill, kill, kill means, okay? Um, So when Sal and I were little bitty kids, you know, I'm talking probably four and five, um, we played indoor soccer. And that was like our first sport that we ever played. We played we played soccer up until we were 17, 18 years old. Great sport, amazing for athletic ability, best athletes in my opinion. Sal will tell you different. But uh, <laughs> you know, if you're a young person or a young parent and you want your kids to develop amazing athletic ability, uh, soccer's where it's at, bro. Hmm. Um, and Sal knows that too. He just likes to talk shit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, you know, we would drive to drive to the games. And Sal and I were always like kind of bigger and faster than all the other kids. 
Uh, Sal wasn't because he always played up two years. He played on my team. He was like behind. Yeah. So he was always actually smaller than everybody. I was bigger and faster than everybody. And, um, you know, my dad would get us in the car and we'd be in the back seat and he'd be looking at us in the mirror and he'd be like giving us this talk. He said, all right, look, when you get out there, you're going to go in the corner and you're going to get the puck out. And we'd be like, dad, this, this is soccer. This is, I don't give a fuck what it is. (laughs) You go in the corner, you get aggressive. I want you to get aggressive. and this this idea of kill 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 came from this little talk that he gave us about it being aggressive in life uh well and it was in sports but it was you know it translates to life and he say he would give us this talk about being aggressive you know and and we had this deal like if we we scored a goal or if we hurt another kid he bought us a toy um <laughs> and that's the truth and uh you know, today that'd be on fucking national news. But, yeah, right. You know, that's right. how we were fucking raised. And I'm thankful for it because it taught me something that you cannot fucking learn. Um, is that winners fucking win, bro. And you don't win by sitting there waiting for someone to give you something. You win by taking it. True. And uh he'd say to us in the in the car, he'd say, Now what are you gonna do? And we would go, kill. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Kill. What are you gonna do? Kill, kill, kill! And then he would like open the door, and these two little fat kids would run out and fucking score a bunch of goals. All hills and yeah, like, <laughs> bro, we were aggressive. Like we were those little kids who just ran everybody over. And oh, uh, you know, um, the mentality that when people hear the story, they they don't understand the lesson. They're oh my god, that's a that's abuse. Well, fuck, bro. Apparently, we're doing it right because we're both winning. Okay, and we both no. help a lot of people. You know, maybe you should teach your fucking kids about the reality of life mm-hmm. instead of criticizing my dad on how he raised us. Because what he did was he taught us that winners fucking win. True. That's it. Okay. You could bitch about losing all day. You could cry about losing all day. You could make every fucking reason about losing all day. No one cares. People only care about the fucking winners. Okay. That's reality. If you win in life, your fucking life's going to be good. If you lose in life, your life's going to be harder. That's reality. And I would much rather be an aggressive winner than a fucking passive loser. Okay. So d- is that innate? No, it's not innate. It's taught. All right. Uh, were you taught it? I don't fucking know. If you have to ask the question, you probably weren't taught it. Yeah. So you have to start questioning yourself on what the reality of, of, of nature is, because that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about the natural order of how things work. Competition always works the same way, whether it's on the Discovery Channel or whether it's in the business environment. And you can make as many excuses, you can make as many rules, you can legislate as many things as you want. But at the end of the day, the best people are going to fucking win. The undeniably great people are going to get paid. The undeniably great people are going to get the flowers. The undeniably great people are going to be the people that fucking people talk about. And half the time they're going to talk bad about you. But guess what? At least they're talking about you. That's real. Okay. So, you know, that's a, that's natural. So if you want to win, you have to understand that no one's giving it to you and you have to be aggressive. And not only do you have to be aggressive in the performance, you know, the, the critical meeting or the, uh, you know, the big, the big day or the big game or this or that motherfucker, this has to be an aggression that you carry through and intensity that you carry through in every single day of your life and how you do things. Preparation for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, bro. I don't come in here and fucking, you know, lollygag through my fucking training. I train hard. I train aggressive. I train like I might have to kill someone because guess what? Maybe I might have to. 
but I'm training right. for real. Yeah. And like, this shit ain't a fucking game to me, bro. And entrepreneurship and business and like, dude, if this is a game to you, like if you think this is fucking, you know, something that you're entitled to, or it's just going to work out, or you're going to eventually get paid because you're a nice guy and you're in the, no, you won't. You'll fucking lose to people like me every fucking time. That's the truth because I ain't the only one out there. There's lots and lots and lots of people that are fucking just bred to fucking win. Okay. And they're going to fucking fight. They're going to claw. And by the way, when you combine the mentality of someone like that with the mentality of they have nothing to lose, you're in for a fucking shit show when you have to deal with that person in competition in real, real life. Okay. Because like, I don't give a fuck if I have to go back to living in a fucking, uh, you know, a retail store to win. I go right back there. I've been there. I've lived that. I ain't scared of that. You're fucking scared of that. I ain't fucking scared of it. Okay. So you have to develop this mentality. You have to understand the reality of competition. You have to understand that unless you build yourself into a motherfucking warrior, you're going to get killed. You're going to lose. You're going to lose your company. You're going to get swallowed up. You're going to get beaten by people who are better. So I would start taking my life very serious if I'm in that level of competition. Because entrepreneurship and business is the highest level of competition. It's higher than any professional sport. It's higher than any fucking NFL. It's higher than any MLB. It's fucking higher than anything. It's the highest level of competition because you are literally talking about life or death for certain people. Meaning, if you lose, you lose everything. You lose your house, you lose your home, you lose your wife, you lose your fucking kids, you lose your fucking money, you lose your, your income, you lose your reputation. Bro, it's all on the fucking line every motherfucking day for people like that. And when you got people like that understand that completely and are willing to do the shit that they're willing to do to win, like I am, bro, I'm I work harder now than I did 20 years ago. I work a lot harder now than I did five years ago. A lot harder. Like, in fact, I would say I'm working harder every fucking year. I'm catching fucking momentum. I'm not losing it. Yeah. You know, so let's think about that. Let's be real, dude. We're in a competition and you can argue about the competition the nature of competition all you want. You could say, well, so-and-so has an advantage. The fucking lion has an advantage. I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a fucking elephant. The lion's got an advantage as king of the jungle. What am I going to do? I'm a hyena. Yep. <laughs> well, motherfucker, you better figure it the fuck out. Because that doesn't mean that lions are going to take it easy on you. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, bro. You still got to eat. You still got to yeah. live. You still got to survive. Yes. And dude, they've worked this mentality out of society, especially with the younger generation that everything is fair, everything is nice, everything is okay. And they march these kids through the academic system, you know, based off, uh, you know, lies, um, fucking half-truths, uh, teaching them idealistic uh, principles versus the principles of reality. You know, everybody wins, everybody gets celebrated, everybody's nice, everything is fair. Uh, you know, you're this or that or this. Motherfucker, they get out in the, these kids get out in the real world and get fucking asses stomped. And now they're even in a worse position than they were even a year ago because now nobody gives a fuck about your temper tantrums anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So throw those woke temper tantrums, bro. You get fucking fired. No one cares. Now what? Now you're going to start realizing the fucking reality of competition. By the way, the next fucking Supreme Court, big deal. You know what it is? Mm -mm. The next big Supreme Court argument is coming up. Affirmative action. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. They're talking about it. 
They're going to remove special privileges for fucking anybody. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm okay with that. No shit. <laughs> because, dude, the, the reality. sets people up for failure. Dude, you have to be great to win. If you can be less great and get in because you're a, a woman or, or you have a different race or this or that or this, bro, that's not, that's not winning. You're going to get, you'll get fucking beat eventually anyway. Right. Eventually nature always wins, bro. The undeniable fucking best comes out on top every time. And it's in your best interest to do whatever work is necessary to get you to that point or as close to that point as you could possibly become. And you could fucking say that that's whatever the fuck you want to say, but you're going to come back in 20 years and say, fuck, dude, that for seller guy, he fucking said the truth. If you don't equip yourself to be a fucking weapon, if you don't equip yourself to be a fucking monster, if you don't equip yourself to be a fucking warrior, you will fucking lose eventually. That's it. That's real. Let me ask you this, Andy. Is it okay, uh, you know, try, trying to develop that mindset, is it okay to tie in your wins uh, with rewards for yourself? Like, is that, is that okay to do? Is that a healthy thing to do? Well, like rewarding yourself immediately on the wins. I don't have a problem with, look, bro. What I'm about to say is not going to resonate with most people because I don't, I don't fucking care about wins. Mm. I don't care about the fucking wins. I care about the not losing. Mm. Oh, man. Okay? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care about celebrating wins. I don't care. Like, dude, yeah, I have a cool life. I have a lot of cars. I like cars. It's a passion of mine. Those aren't celebrate. Like, if I see a car, I want to fucking buy it. It's not to celebrate anything. Right. It's just because I'm fucking into it. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't reward myself. I used to reward myself, but I don't, I'm not big on like celebrating or this or that. And, and dude, the truth is, I think celebrating for the most part, you know, I understand the need for it. I understand there's some uh, symbolic nature to it for a lot of people. Uh, to me, it means nothing. Hmm. You know, celebrate, getting a trophy, uh, ha having a banquet or winning and like clapping and all that. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I don't give a fuck. I care about being the fucking best. And that's it. Like when I'm fucking dead, I want people to say that motherfucker did it. That's it. That's all I fucking care about. I don't care about celebrating. Now, for those of you listening, which is the most of you that think that celebrating is something that you must do, I have a rule. I don't celebrate more than 24 hours. Hmm. Okay, you look at the greatest fucking, the greatest winners of all time, they don't fucking continue to beat their chest about what they did yesterday. Yeah. You watch Nick Saban in an interview. They just won the national championship. What's he say? Well, awesome. We played a great game. We won the game. Guys worked hard all year. He gets the fuck up and walks out. People are like, what's wrong with him? There's nothing wrong with him. I understand exactly what the fuck he's doing. Right. He's already thinking about tomorrow. Right. He's Belichick, thinking about, yeah. he's thinking about waking up. And, that's what I'm saying. Bro, so are all the fucking winners. Like the true champions, the Jordans, the fucking, the Kobe's, those guys, those, those people, they don't give a fuck about celebrating. They care about being the best and they care about the work required to be the best. And they understand that when they're out there at three o'clock in the morning shooting fucking free throws or, uh, you know, doing their street work or their road work at fucking when everybody else is asleep or, you know, doing cardio in a foot of snow or when it's pouring down rain and no other CEO out there is ever going to fucking do it. That's the fucking shit that they fucking liked. Mm. Okay. That's reality. So there's levels to it. 
There's levels to it. Tim Grover talks about it. There's fucking uh, cleaners. There's fucking coolers and there's closers. You know, everybody's got a name for it, but there's levels to it, bro. And you got to figure out which one you are. I know which one I am. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying about celebrating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. dude, how many people do you know? How many people do you know? And I'm talking to you and everybody listening. How many people do you know that hang their whole identity off of some fucking massive win that they had in the past? I graduated from fucking Harvard, okay? Or I, I won the state title two years in a row. Or I won a national championship. Or I, I, I did this or that or this. For most people, it's I've had kids. Mm-hmm. By the way, motherfucker, having kids is a biological fucking normality. <laughs> Not a special competition. Or, That's right. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> now raising kids that fucking- Of, of quality. Of, now, yeah, yeah. Now, now, when your kids are fucking 40 and we see what the fuck they're doing in their life, then we could talk about that. Right. But just because you stuck your fucking dick into a fucking vagina and created a fucking child or carried a child around and then it came out of you, that ain't shit to brag about. Mm. Let me know when they're 40 what they became. That's real. Then we'll talk about it. That's fucking real, man. I, I fucking know That's it is. Real. I've thought about this before. Okay? Um, so let's not hang on to our fucking victories. Let them come. Enjoy them. Let them go. And keep moving. For some people, that's all they got. Like, that is their life. Is the fucking high school football game. They fucking won the, scored the fucking final touchdown. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's sad as fuck. Yeah. That's sad as fuck, dude. Bro, I don't even know. I don't even remember my fucking shit from high school. Like, I don't remember. I don't really even remember shit from my past because I'm so not, I do not fucking care. I don't care. You know, we got all these people every day. Like, I see, I open up my Instagram. I was sick this weekend, so I couldn't be on Instagram. The greatest fucking thing ever. <laughs> fucking open up Instagram today. What do I see? First fucking video. Person talking about some shit that happened to him when they were seven. Mm-hmm. Next video. My childhood wasn't this. It was this and this and this. Third video. You know, I have this trauma from my... Ch- Man, fuck your childhood. You know how many motherfuckers had it worse than you that you don't even know about? That There's people that had it so bad, they won't even come out and fucking talk about it. Mm. They won't even come talk about it. Oh, well, you should talk about it. No, because if people actually talked about the things that were really bad, you're, you, would, you would feel fucking stupid. Like, bro, all you people out there being vulnerable about your childhood and blaming your whole life about your childhood, you're weak as fuck, dude. Because there's people, and I know for sure this is true, that have had it far worse than you that don't say a motherfucking thing. Okay? And you're, oh, well, I'm inspiring them to come forward. No, you're not. You're hanging on to some shit that happened when you were fucking 10 as an excuse as to why the fuck you're not doing anything now. Yeah, 20 years later. There's nothing noble in that. Right. There's nothing noble in that. What's noble would be you became a great success at whatever it is you do and then say, I became a great success in spite of this. Or I became a great success because of this, because of what this taught me. But you all getting on fucking people's shows and being like, childhood trauma bro all you're doing is empowering weak people to be weaker so i'm okay if you went through some shit but what do you fucking do about it what are you doing now how are you winning now what did it teach you 
What are you contributing to the solution of that? Like we live in this attention culture, this attention economy where people just bitch and cry and moan about their fucking lives nonstop, not realizing that all you're doing is showing the next generation that they can't win if these things happen to happen to them. Because you're so mentally fucked. Bro, grow the fuck up. Be an adult. Bad shit happens to everybody. And the truth is, 50% of the people reading your fucking stupid ass shit have had way worse shit happen to them than you. You look like a fucking clown to those people. It's real truth, dude. I'm over it. People can fuck off with that shit. I don't give a fuck what happened to you when you were fucking 10. I don't fucking care. What are you doing now? Imagine being a 30-something-year-old fucking adult going on a fucking massive fucking show crying about what happened to you when you are 10 years old as an excuse as to why you struggle now. Yeah, 20 years later, 30 years later. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. You're that fucking, you're that, fu you're that fucking guy. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. And it's all for likes and shares and attention and, and little hearts. Drop a heart. If you agree, fucking pussy shit, bro. It's real, man. It, I know it is. Nobody wants to say it. You know, just like nobody wants to say that fucking uh, being 400 pounds ain't fucking beautiful and ain't healthy. And ain't fucking, you ain't fooling nobody. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Andy, question number two. You talked about how being heavily invested in your business was a factor for your weight loss journey. I'm finding it hard to pursue personal health and give my business the attention it requires at the same time. Did you struggle with this? And if you did, how did you overcome it? Well, look, man, um, first of all, you got to start telling yourself the truth, okay? If you're putting unhealthy food in your body, if you're being a sloth, which you are, you have to be to be fat, mm -hmm. okay? Meaning uh, you have to be sloth and you have to fucking be uh, a glutton. You got to eat more than you fucking burned and you got to not move. Those are two of the seven fucking sins, okay? You're going to have a shitty life if you continue to repeat those sins, mm -hmm. all right? So let's be real. Let's cut the bullshit. Your business fucking sucks because you're a fat fuck, okay? Your brain ain't working right. Your body ain't working right. Your mind ain't right. You don't feel right. You don't have the confidence. You don't have a clear brain. You think you do because I thought I did too. I thought I did too. When I started losing weight, it was 2015. Now it's 2022. I've kept it off all that time. What is that? Five, six, seven, seven six, seven years. Yeah. I'm worth probably 10 times as much money as I was then. Okay. My company's probably worth 10 times, maybe 30 times as much. You're fucking hurting your fucking employees by being a fat fuck. So let's, let's fucking swallow that. It ain't about you. I've, said, I've told this story a hundred times on my show. In 2014, I was 350 fucking pounds. I got fucking pneumonia. And I'm sitting on the couch and I have my fucking Bank of America app fucking pulling through my phone, showing me how much money I'm making. I'm making a fuck ton of money. So I thought. Now I'd be pissed off. People would be getting fired if that was what the fuck I was making then. Hmm. Okay. So I'm sitting here making all this money and I'm looking and then, you know, I'm sitting at home. And by the way, my house then uh, that I was living in 
It was fucking 1,800 square feet. It wasn't like I was even fucking winning. I thought I was winning, but I wasn't. Just like this person. This person thinks they're fucking winning. You're not fucking winning. Okay? And until I fucking took the pressure and the responsibility and owned it, meaning I understood that my company, because at that time I probably had 100-something employees, all right? Still a significant fucking amount um, for any business. You know what I realized when I was sitting there, sick as fuck, making all this money, that I was failing these motherfuckers. Mm. That I was failing all the people who had come to bat for me to believe in me, to help build this company, to help it become what it could be. And I'm half-assing it. Mm. I'm fucking feeding myself bullshit. I'm drinking every fucking three or four, three or four nights a week. Okay? I was abandoning my commitment and obligation to my own people. And that's what this person's doing. Mm. All right. So it's not about you. It's about what the fuck your role is. And if your role in owning a business is to create the best business possible for the people that come to battle for you every motherfucking day, you better take your fucking health seriously because your brain is not thinking right. You're health. You're not healthy. You're not fucking setting a good example. You're coasting. And you wonder why people have a problem respecting you because they don't fucking respect you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Mm. So be real with yourself. Tell yourself the truth. You being a fat fuck is, is not only failing yourself, it's failing all the people that believe in you. That's the truth. So you can either accept that as okay or you could change it. That's what changed it for me. What changed it for me was realizing that it wasn't just me. It was everybody else. And by the way, that was enough for me to change it for me permanently. Mm. Because until that time, I was going back and forth. I would get in good shape for a few years. I would get fat for a few years. I would get in good shape for a few years. I would get fat for a few years. Because I made the mistake of thinking it was about me. It wasn't about me. It was about them. Mm. Once I made it about them, once I made it about the example, once I made it about personal excellence, once I made it about uh, doing all I could because they were doing all they could, everything fucking changed. And everything will change for this person, too. I love that. It's the truth. It's not about you. Yeah. It's personal excellence. You want to know why this country looks like shit? Because all you motherfuckers look like shit. That's the truth. You don't fucking take care of yourself. You think it's about getting fucking chicks or getting dudes and looking good at the pool. It ain't about that. It's about raising your motherfucking standard so that people around you learn what it looks like to be a high-achieving, fucking high-quality individual. That's important right now. And the reason our country looks like shit is because people aren't connecting these dots. So I would hope to God, any of you guys that own a business, you would connect these dots for the bare minimum of the benefit of the people that come to battle for you every motherfucking day who sacrifice their time, their dreams, their fuck to be a part of your dream. You owe it to them. So stop being a fat piece of shit. Take care of yourself. <laughs> That's real. Guys, uh, Andy, our third and final question. Uh, how can someone that isn't an entrepreneur build an empire and really become successful without starting or owning a business and being an entrepreneur? Well, look, man, like I say all the time, you know, a, a real entrepreneur is built different. You know what I'm saying? There's a natural, just like, just like LeBron James is 6'8", 280 fucking pounds and built for basketball. All right. And he happens to be good. Like he happens to put in the work. I, I don't care for LeBron James's personal politics and shit, sure. but I'm not going to discount the man's greatness. 
He put in a lot of fucking time, a lot of work, a lot of fucking uh, sacrifices and investments that man's made into his skill set. He also happens to have been born 6'8", 280 fucking pounds. Right. All right. <laughs> so there's something, yeah, Hold yeah, on, follow yeah, me yeah. here. So with entrepreneurs, so I could work as hard as, as, as LeBron James my whole life. I could go to every fucking practice that motherfucker's ever been to. And I'm still going to be 6'1". Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And, and I'm probably be able to beat you guys in the game of basketball. But, like, I'm probably not going to be in the NBA. You know, I could probably be, I probably could have been pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we all have natural inclinations and natural abilities that are gifted to us by God. And, you know, genetics and all these things. And, and being an entrepreneur is no different. There's going to be people who are predispositioned to have the qualities required to be successful as an entrepreneur. Seven to eight percent of the population is an, is an entrepreneur, and only one percent of those are are successful. The one percent are the people who are built for it. Hmm. The, the The other seven percent or nineties. Oh, those are people who just do everything they can, and they become functional. They're good. They they're able to pay for their their bills. They're able to provide jobs. They run a good business. By the way, that's hell of a fucking noble thing to do. Okay, so I'm not dogging it. I'm just speaking in realities. All right. So there's a lot of people who would be better entrepreneurs and make a lot more money with the right organization than going and starting your own thing. Yeah. Okay. That's a reality that people don't like to face because they feel like this, there's somehow a less prestige being an entrepreneur than there is an entrepreneur. And I would argue it's a much better way to go. You know, when an entrepreneur, your, your day never ends as an entrepreneur. Like, bro, my phone don't stop. Yeah. My, I don't have a fucking life. Like, I don't, I don't get left alone. Like, if there's a problem and it's fucking eight o'clock or nine o'clock on a fucking Saturday night and I happen to be out to dinner, guess what? I got to fucking answer that phone. Mm-hmm. Okay, that ain't the same for an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur gets to come in, they get to contribute, they get to use all their quality skills, they get to basically have no risk, all right? And they get to earn a lot of fucking money. And I know a lot of dudes and a lot of women who were entrepreneurs for 20 years and retired very, very, very wealthy, okay? Um, it, it, it's just, a, you have to know yourself and you have to know what you're built for. One of the things about being an effective entrepreneur is you have to be built for disappointment. You have to be built for abuse. You have to be extremely resilient and you have to be tough. And a lot of people just aren't. They don't have the, the uh, ability to take a, a baseball bat to the face every fucking day, year after year after year after year after year. And still smile. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what being an entrepreneur yeah. is like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I think there's an unfair bias against entrepreneurs as far as like, how they're seen in the world, when in reality, bro, no great company exists without those people. I actually think it's the better way to go for most people, to be mm. completely honest. Um, there's going to be people that are extremely hard-headed. There's going to be people that are extremely intelligent. There's going to be people that are built to be the the, the face and, and get their fucking ass beat. And those people will naturally rise to those positions because no one else wants them. Mm. That's what people don't get. Like The reason that certain people get to a certain point in the, in the business it's because no one wants that job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even, even with the money, no one wants it. You know, that's a big reason why we don't have a lot of politicians right now that are worthy of anything. Nobody wants it because yeah. they get fucking hammered. 
I was talking to one of the wealthiest guys I know last week. He was up here and he was, you know, he's, he's uh, in his sixties and we're, t- you know, the guy's a billionaire and we're like, well, why, why don't you go for, why would, why don't you go for office and fix this shit? You're a smart guy. He's like, why would I do that? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, look how they attack us. Look how they, look how they, they take, they bring your, they ruin your family. They ruin your, they, ru- they, they, you know, and until the American people are so sick of scandal and people being ruined for being slightly imperfect, that shit will never stop. You won't have the best and brightest leaders until you stop abusing them. No. That's the truth. You know, it's, it's ironic to me how these people get abused in the public eye when every motherfucker calling them names got some shit like that in their fucking closet anyway. Just it's whatever, dude. Oh, that's real. Can you can you touch because you talk about it like I mean, we have the saying on the show, right? It's a value exchange, right? Pay the fee. It, do you take that same approach with your with your employees, your entrepreneurs, right? Like of, of just the value exchange. I think most people don't they don't really put too much emphasis on that. In what way? Like in, uh, entrepreneurs understanding the value exchange between employees. I think, you know, they're, they're paid, they're, their salary is just this. And that's what it's set because it's the bro, bro. Any company that just pays people based off a bracket that they go Google online, right? Those companies get their asses beat. Quality entrepreneurs make money if they're with the right company. They make a lot of money because smart fucking entrepreneurs realize, oh shit, I don't want to lose that person. That person could go over here, could go do this or go do that. I'm gonna fucking pay them. Mm-hmm. They make my life better. They make my life easier. They make this more manageable. See, people have a scarcity mentality and they don't fucking equate that. They think. Because, you know, of what they've witnessed in business, you know, oh, uh, nobody values the employee. Yeah, maybe at your company, but not at a great company. Right. And in turn, that makes the employees feel like, oh, I mean, I'm just going to punch in my clock. I'm going to do my nine to five. Yeah. yeah. So being with the right company or organization is for sure like the foundational principle of what I'm talking about. If you're mm-hmm. with the wrong place, of course, you're going to be treated like shit. If you're with a place that's a hundred years old and filled with, you know, 50 fucking levels of unnecessary bureaucracy and corporatism. Uh, that's probably not the place for you to be right. like, you got to be in a place that's like a startup or an up and comer or uh, a mid-sized company like ours where we're aggressive, et cetera, et cetera. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to be with the right place for sure. Like that's common sense. But then even still being in the right place, knowing that you got to fucking put a little bit more value in than what your what the job description requires. It's what I talked about, bro. It's nature. The yeah. most valuable people get fucking paid. You can sit there and think you're so valuable and you could think, oh, I'm the best. And you could think this and this and this and this and this. If your fucking paycheck don't reflect it, it ain't fucking true. You could bitch about it. You could write about it. You could fucking cry about it. You could do whatever you want. The, the nature is fucking the truth. If your company doesn't fucking value you, then you won't get fucking paid. If your company does value you, you will get paid. Your goal is to become so undeniably fucking good and such a massive contributor to the mission that they cannot afford to... F- like, bro, the key people, if you're a key person, you should be able to walk up to your fucking boss and say, hey, I'm worth this. And they should be able to say, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But you motherfuckers don't want to do that. You want to fucking bitch and cry and talk about this and that and this. All the while, other people are choosing to be great and they're taking your fucking spot. Especially with all this political shit going on. 
you guys fucking buying into this fucking Marxist fucking ideology that, that uh, everybody fucking gets a trophy and everybody's special and everybody and not realizing that they're actually tricking you out of you pursuing your own fucking potential and your own purpose on this planet for their benefit. Don't be a fucking pawn, bro. The world's going to move whether you're fucking in it or not. The world's going to continue to progress. And let me tell you how it's going to progress. The reason communism has never fucking worked ever is because it doesn't abide by the laws of fucking nature. The best win, the strongest win, the most prepared win, the highest skill get paid. That's reality. And you can argue it. You can legislate it. You can even fucking kill people who oppose it. At the end of the day, nature will return and you want to be prepared for it. So how can you be prepared for it? Well, you can fucking put good shit into your brain. You can develop fucking skills. You can get your fat ass in fucking shape. You can have higher standards. And guess what? When you have the higher standards, guess what's going to happen? The people around you are going to start having higher standards. So quit thinking someone motherfucker's going to ride in and fucking cancel all this shit that's going on in the world, motherfucker. Until you do it, no one's going to do it. It's the whole problem of everything we're dealing with. Bro, these people, you guys buy into this fake-ass shit. At the end of the day, you put two fucking roosters in a fucking cock ring, the fucking stronger one's going to fucking win. Yeah. Well, the one rooster didn't have a good upbringing. It doesn't fucking yeah! matter. Yeah! It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, dude shoots fucking 17 fucking people in a school. Oh, but he was molested when he grows. I don't care! Fuck! Bro, this is called real AF, not ideal AF. I'm not here to talk about what it should be. If you operate on what it should be, you will get punched in the fucking dick a thousand times out of a thousand for the rest of your life. You have to play. There's two different battlefields here. There's the battlefield of what should be. And then there's the battlefield of what is. If you play on the battlefield of what should be, you will fucking waste your whole life and you will lose. You will die broke. You will die insignificant. You will die unfulfilled. And one of your last dying thoughts will be, I bought into the wrong shit. Or you could play on the battlefield of reality and you can accept that things are hard and you can accept that things may be harder for you than they are for everybody else. And you could say, well, fuck that. I'm going to be the motherfucker that overcomes it. And then when you're getting ready to die, you're going to say, motherfucker, I did something because of me. Other kids like me overcame their shit because of me. Other people like me learned how to win, even though shit was harder for people like me. You understand? That's it. Those are your fucking choices. So you get to choose. If you choose the fucking idealistic uh, battlefield to play on, you're going to lose. And I would suggest never tuning into my podcast ever again. Don't ever come here again because I don't give a fuck about those people. I care about the people who are operating on reality. I'm here to teach you how to win. You might not like everything I tell you, but what I tell you is the way it fucking works. So go out. Develop the skills, create higher standards for yourself, live those higher standards, become as valuable as you can, and all the other shit that you're worried about will take care of itself. Because at the end of the day, becoming undeniably great is undeniable for a reason, because it's undeniable. You will fucking be valued somewhere. 
Whether it be where you are or whether it be somewhere else, you will be valued if you're a person of fucking value. And most of y'all are not fucking worried about becoming a person of value. You're worried about crying on the motherfucking internet about how fucking hard you fucking have it. And it's fucking disgusting. So do whatever you want to do. I don't give a fuck. But I'm going to tell you what. I play over here in the fucking reality realm. That's where I play. This is why people are confused by me. They're like, oh, dude, I don't know. He seems like a good guy. Like he's hard, but fuck, dude, he's pissed off. Like he's, there's something wrong with him. No, there's nothing wrong with me. What's wrong with me is I'm dealing with a bunch of fucking idiots who can't understand that there are two fucking games going on here and half of y'all playing the wrong one. Nobody's coming to fix your shit. Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to hold your hand. Nobody's coming to give you a motherfucking thing. Nobody is fucking coming for fucking you for any fucking reason. You could throw that shit out the window right now. Now what are you going to do? Oh, I, I, it's harder for me. Okay. So what? What are you going to do? You're going to spend your whole life talking about how, I'm a fucking, how it's harder for you and you can't do shit? Or are you going to build something that's so fucking awesome you say, bro, that was fucking extra hard for me and you could do it fucking too? What's the better life? It's your decision. You get to make it every fucking day. True. Guys, Andy, that's three. I'll pay the fee. All right, guys. If you like the show, if you enjoyed the show, if it made you think, if it made you laugh, if it taught you something, please share the show. Talk to you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot, case closed. Close.